0: Our sermon text for this morning comes from the book of Mark, Mark chapter 1, verses 14 through 20. After John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee proclaiming the good news of God. The time has come, he said, the kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe the good news. As Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. When he had gone a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, in a boat, preparing their nets without delay. He called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat and the with the hired men, and followed him. This is the Word of God for the people of God. Be to God. Jesus is Beginning his ministry, and the first thing he does is begin to call disciples to follow him. So he goes by the Sea of Galilee, where Andrew and Peter and James and John were at work. They were fishermen. That was their job. That was their daily way of making a living. And then Jesus makes a really strange statement. He says, come follow me and I will make you to catch men. Now, think about that. How ridiculous is that? The idea that we are to catch men. We know how to catch fish. At least Peter and Andrew and James and John did. It was what they had done their entire life. It was what they had been raised to do. And now Jesus comes along and says, I'm going to teach you how to catch men. There's a couple of things I want to unpack with this passage because I think it's very important for us in the church to understand what it is that Jesus is calling his disciples to do. And since he calls us to be disciples of his also, what he is then calling us to do. First of all, he makes a distinction between what they're doing now And what he is going to have them to do. So the first thing Peter and Andrew and James and John need to understand is if they follow Jesus, it means there's going to be a change in their life. They're going to have to do things differently. They're going to have to do things in a different way. So how do they do that? How do you change your life? From the way you've always been doing things to doing things God's way. That's one of the key questions we need to ask ourselves as followers of Jesus Christ. How are we doing things? How are we doing the work of God? Now as I said in the children's message... I have sat through many meetings where conference leadership has brought in people from all over the country and they've told us how to grow our churches. And it hasn't ever worked too well for me. That just may be me. I doubt it, but (laughs) it may be. But in all of the churches that I've served over 30 years, all of the churches have grown. And I don't think that's because of me. It's not because of my good looks or my great preaching ability or especially my great singing ability. (laughs) It's none of those things. It's understanding how it is we do what God has called us to do and where the power to do that comes from. Now if you're going to catch fish First of all, you have to understand what kind of fish you want to catch. Now, if you want to catch trout, I think if I tried one of them fly rods, I'd be so tied up to to try a fly rod. It looks fun, it looks great, but I grew up differently. We caught fish. pike and walleye and bass. And you had to know which one you were fishing for. If you're fishing for northern pike, now you could catch northern pike on minnows. But that wasn't fun. You had to have some sort of a spinner bait, a daredevil or something like that that you could throw out there and catch northern pikes and big ones. My theory is if I cast my bait out there three times and i don't get a bite there's no fish there that's the way i fish probably not the best way to fish but i've eaten enough fish in my life now when you're fishing for walleye you can't use a spinner bait you've got to use minnows and you better have a strong leader because they're going to come in and they're going to rip that minnow and try and take your line with it so now This is the fishing section of the sermon. (laughs) Bass, you need different bait. So what are we fishing for? That's one of the main things we need to decide. We need to decide what kind of bait it is that God has called us to fish for. What kind of fish. Now everybody thinks that, oh we're out there fishing for all kinds of fish. Well the reality of it is that God put this church in this place at this time for a specific reason. Who is it that we are to be reaching out to? Not every church is reaching out to the same groups of people. There are some churches that attract younger couples because they have lots of kids already. And that's where younger couples go, to churches with lots of kids. Some churches attract older people because they already have lots of older people. So the first thing we need to understand is what are we fishing for? What is it that God calls us to catch? The next thing we need to understand is the bait that we need to use. And when you're fishing for God, there is only one bait, that God uses and that's God's Word. If you proclaim God's Word, if you teach God's Word in your Sunday School and in your Bible studies and in all of the things that you do, God's Word is the foundation of what you do, then people are going to come to you. If you're using something else, it's kind of like what I hear about fishing around here, catch and release. I never quite understood catch and release. If I'm going to put the work in, I want to eat it. <laughs> but some people enjoy that. In the church, we should never be into to catch and release. We should be in to changing the fish's life. Now think about it. For the fishermen, fishing can either be something that's fun or a way of making a living. For the fish, It's everything. It costs the fish everything. And that's the thing we need to understand when we're called to fish for people for God. We want it to be something that changes everything in their life. If they're coming to hear a nice sermon or or see a great production or hear great music, that's not going to change their life dramatically. You can do that in the movie theater. Go watch one of these good Christian movies that's just come out. That's not what we're called to do. We're not called to provide entertainment for people. We're called to dramatically change people's lives. Our fishing should cost them everything. Because it cost us everything. Think about the decision that you made if you've truly decided to become a follower of Jesus Christ. It affects your entire life. It affects how you do everything. It should. Because when you're caught by God, You give up all that you had and become his follower. You give him the leadership in your life. Now, that's the message we need to give to people. Not that, oh, just, you know, come once in a while and God will love you and everything will be wonderful. Well, everything may not be wonderful. Everything may not be good, But I will guarantee you one thing. You'll never go through anything in your life alone if you're caught by God. We'll go with you. God will go with you. Other believers will go with you. Because that's one of the wonderful things of being part of those who are God's people. We as a church are in the midst of a very important time in history. Our country has been and is drifting away from God. I used to think slowly, now I think it's happening faster. As people start to look at the government as their church, as their religion. It was interesting if you listen to um, President Biden's whole ceremony and, and the media and some of the terms that they used, they actually said, it was like going to church and hearing a sermon. Huh? <laughs> it was like sitting in church, and I read that from a number of different people. No, it wasn't. You may have enjoyed it, but if that's what you think church is, There's a problem. Church is about praising God. It's about learning about who we are and what we're called to do as God's people. So we're in the midst of a time in our history where we need to stand up and fish for God. And proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ as it's found in his word. Not as somebody else says it should be. We're called to be followers of Jesus Christ. We're called to make this book, God's Bible, our bait. Because the power doesn't come from us. It's not about how wonderful a speaker you are. It's about the power of the words of God. And we need to remember, you don't have to have fancy words. You don't have to have just the right thing to say because as a follower of Jesus Christ, you have the Holy Spirit, God dwelling in you to give you the guidance that you need. And you have God's word. If you have those two things, you have all the bait you need to do God's fishing, to reach people for Jesus Christ. We as a church must be committed to God. We must decide that we are going to be God's people here in this place right now where he's put us. And we're going to spread the news, the good news, the gospel, that Jesus Christ came to earth, was born, lived a life just like we do, perfectly, to show us it could be done. He taught us and instructed us on how to be God's people, and then he gave his life willingly that our sins may be covered by his blood. And after his death, he was raised again to remind us That death no longer has any power over us. For we have been caught by God. Once we are caught by God, we are His. That's the message. That's the hope that we bring to people at this time. Let us spread the message. Let us get ready. It's time to fish, Mm -hmm. amen.